Welcome to Maniac Mindset with Zach and Jake. This is a sub-series of Go With The Flow, and this is our little episodes that we talk about motivation, mindset, challenges, uh, problems, all that kind of shit, and just how to fucking be the best version of you. So let's begin. This week's topic is uh, what is freedom, or just freedom in general. And our first question is what is freedom, and I got something queued up for that. All right, I know. Yeah, like a, the definition. I, the definition. Up. I know. Nice. I know. I was like, well, we got to get pro on this. All right, so freedom is defined as the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. And then below that, it has similar or a couple other you know, categories here: the absence or subje- the absence of subjection to foreign dom- domination or despotic government. You know, and they, he was the champion of Irish freedom. Uh, or the state of not being imprisoned or enslaved. And I like this one. The, th- the shark thrashed its way to freedom. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, <laughs> fuck you guys. Chomp, chomp, chomp. But so, yeah, that by definition is freedom. And just in case anybody doesn't know what freedom is. <laughs> you know, but so our first question is, do we have too much freedom? Hold on, before we get to that, go back to what you said in case people don't know what freedom is. Like, people nowadays have a clouded judgment, clouded view on what freedom actually is, I think. I actually completely agree with that. Like, people think that I should be able to just go buy hand grenades and throw them in the local park. Yeah. No, okay. No, dude. No, 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 no. no. And that's kind of, that's why we're talking about freedom, is like, is what, what exactly defines freedom in like a, uh, like, where am I going with this? What defines freedom in a responsible way? There we go. Responsible way. There you go. Because some people think, you know, oh no, I should be able to murder somebody. No, dude. Well, by that definition, everyone else has the freedom to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. So some people, some people will fight that and they'll go like, that's okay. Like exactly. Well then that's their choice. Okay, dude. And that's actually one of the things that I have in here is, uh, we have the freedom of choice and you can't control how others feel. Yeah. 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 And like, um, freedom comes with so many, uh, unattached, uh, like things to it, you know, like, um, we have the freedom to live out our lives the way we choose, you know, and it, in the, the biggest thing is we have the freedom of choice, and I think I'll probably repeat that a bunch of times in this episode. But your choices are the thing that we have the freedom. Like that's our personal freedom is our freedom of choice, you know. And then we have collective freedoms, you know, like the freedom of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Even though I don't like the last one, I don't like the pursuit of happiness because why not? Oh, because happiness is a choice. So what? But what if, like, the pursuit of happiness, you're pursuing choices that make you happy? That's a little bit it, okay. So maybe they just summed up that. But it, 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 the summing up of things is that's in my Instagram bio, dude. What the fuck? Well, oh, oh, okay. Well, okay. So then let me let me uh, elaborate on that. Yeah. Um, because when you sum something up to too little, like a one sentence, you know, like in my opinion, most books that I read. Uh, or chapters in a book can be summed down to one sentence that they just elaborated the fuck out of. You know, like all of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, every single one of those books, you can break it down to one single sentence. You know, like uh, the first one is, we're totally fucked. 
you know, <laughs> like <laughs> the universe is fucked. Like that was what I got from the first book is like, oh, it, it, but, and also th- that's a dangerous series because like in that book, it's like, oh, nothing matters. And, you know, because <laughs> the dude was straight atheist, you know, nihilist. So and he was like uh, evangelistic about it. So he's like, <laughs> you know, like, hey, yeah, why fucking care? You know, just go live your life and whatever. Yep. But that's that's back to freedom. You know, we have the freedom to choose what God we want. We have the cho- freedom to choose if we're spiritual or religious or uh, what religion to follow, you know, um, we have all kinds of freedoms. Freedom of choice, yep. Yeah, and like I said, it comes come back to choice. Um, but like we have, there are a bunch of different things that are attached to freedom that we kind of take for granted, you know, like especially living in America. Like we have a lot more freedoms than other countries like uh, uh, China and uh, like Russia. and We can choose people. to have as many kids as we want. Yeah. Exactly. We can choose to have as many partners as we want. Right. We can choose who our partner is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can choose to sit down and have a podcast. Yeah, we can choose to sit down and have a podcast within a podcast in a room. Yeah. In a country that's in a county that's on a state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but like, and too, like, freedom's like, we live in our state. You know, like, and that's that's why we have laws is so that we don't get too crazy with our freedoms. And like we were talking about, uh, you know, people want the freedom to just buy guns and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But that also gives them the freedom of choice to go shoot people with those guns. Yep. You know? And I always lean toward teaching uh, and spreading of information as opposed to uh, dumbing down and uh, controlling. Like, but that's just me. Some people they are the exact opposite. They're like, no, we need to control people and not give them the freedoms of whatever. And I'm like, yeah, because too much freedom is a dangerous thing, you know? And I, I was actually just having a conversation with my sister about this. Um, and uh, she had, okay. So she's one of those people when you have too much freedom, she doesn't necessarily choose the right things. And yep. so, um, This might actually get us into the acorn theory, but so when you have too much freedom, you get overwhelmed, you know, uh, what I was telling my sister, because the freedom of too many choices, uh, and there's a name for it. Um, I can't remember, but when you overload somebody with choices, they, they pretty much just break down and they're like, "Eh, uh, I can't, I can't deal with any of this. And they, uh, they start to lose sight of what choices they need to make to get where they need to go. And a lot of that comes stems from, they don't know where they want to go, you know? And that kind of brings me, brings up goals. You know, like if you don't have any goals and you don't have a direction that you're pointed toward, you're a ship without a rudder, you know? And too much freedom is like being in the middle of the ocean with no captain, you know, no crew. You're just the only guy on the ship and you're just, Floating wherever. Because, Doing everything. Yeah. You know, because you're like, oh, well, I want to go this way. 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 And it, I looked it up. It was called, like, the the oh, choice overload or... Yep. I think uh, it's something overload. Or yeah. it's um, uh, choice paral... Or you get choice uh, paralysis where you, yeah. can't, where you can't pick anything. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can relate to that because I get that when I... When we go to, like, the gas station or something as a kid, you know, and dad's like, oh, get candy. You know, it's like grab you know mm-hmm. like is this opportunity ever going to happen again what am i oh my god right? what if this is the last yeah. time i'll ever get candy you know like and it just starts going and then yeah. it's oh you didn't get anything we gotta go 
Okay. Right? No, and, like, that's that's one thing I'm trying to help teach my kids right now is, like, when we – and, like, I do this with this, – uh, the small example is I do this with my phone because your phone is a huge distraction. And, I, I like, every time that I get my phone out of my pocket, I repeat – at least in my head, sometimes I do it out loud. I'm like, I'm looking up a definition of this, you know, and then I'll turn my phone on because the first thing you do when you turn your phone on, look at your notifications. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, well, somebody contacted me. Oh, cool. All right. Or, or look at this notification. I got, I got a like on Instagram. Yeah. Right. Oh, or somebody from my post on, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then all of a sudden you're like, why did I pull my phone out? And it's been 10 minutes. You just wasted 10 minutes. You know, like, and so, and then along the lines of the gas station, you know, like, uh, you go into the gas station, you know what you want to buy, you know exactly why you were there, you know what you're getting, you know what you're doing, you know, if you just walk into the gas station, you're like, what am I doing in here? I, I guess I should probably buy something. And then you're like, well, what do I want? You know? Oh. And then you, you could, you could like, you could literally spend a half an hour in the gas station deciding what you want by, by, you know, going, well, what am I feeling or, or what am I thinking or, you know, whatever, you know, it's like, how about you just, until you know what you want from the gas station, don't, don't go in the gas don't station. Don't go to the gas station. Yeah. You know, and like, that's kind of why, that's actually the reason that I started creating these rules for myself is they're a reference for, uh, to help me help guide my decisions, you know, because if you have decision overload or choice overload, yep. you know, uh, you can be overwhelmed rather easily in today's world. Like 50,000 years ago, we didn't have those options. It was like, hey, here's lamb and rice for dinner. Eat. Yeah. And you're like, okay. You know, that's why uh, like people like the president, they don't choose their food. Elon Musk, he might have a limited selection, but he just eats whatever the fuck is in front of him, you know, and he eats while he's in meetings because he's like, this is a waste of my time. You know, like he's got, yeah, that guy's insanely busy. Yeah. Like, and other people like big high profile people, they don't choose their meals because they know it's a waste. And actually that's called uh decision fatigue. Uh, and it's it, another word for it is willpower. Um, if you make too many decisions throughout the day, your willpower or your decision fatigue is it's weakened. So by the end of the day, if you've had, and they actually have studies on this, and I think Josh was talking about this too, um, but like, so the the book that I read, The Power of Habit, uh, they have an example where they put people in a room. Uh, I'm gonna try to make it super fast. They put people in a room, one with cookies, one with ra- or with cookies and radishes, and they ha- they split them in half. They said, "All right, you guys are going to sit in this room for ten minutes, and all you have to do, half of them ate the radishes, and they smelled the had smell the cookies, you know." And then half of them had to eat the cookies. And they were like, don't touch the radishes, you know? And then so for 10 minutes, people just ate cookies or ate radishes. And then they took both the bowls away. And then they were like, all right, now we're going to give you another 10 minutes. We're going to give you a geometric shape where you have to draw using one line without picking up your pencil. And you have to try to get all the the whole shape. The sides. Yeah, the and, sides, and it, yeah. Was, it was like a totally fucked up pattern. Like there, it was impossible to go through it uh, with one line and you couldn't cross one of your lines. You couldn't cross a line and you couldn't pick your pencil up and it was impossible. And they just wanted to find out how many tries people would take before they gave up and quit. And the people that ate radishes and had to smell the cookies gave up after either like five minutes or like eight attempts. And the people that ate cookies gave up after like 
25 attempts or like a half an hour. So like the people that didn't have to resist a temptation and then take a test did way longer. They, it, they had so much more resilience to failure and the ability to just keep going and trying more than the people that ate radishes and had to give up all their willpower or their decision fatigue. To not eat the cookies. Yeah, to not eat the cookies because they wasted so much of that energy, you know. Thinking about yeah, the cookies. And they got frustrated faster. They gave up quicker. And it just in general, and it was a it was kind of an eye opening experiment because they were like, okay, this is kind of fucked. Like, but that's a big part of kind of freedom, you know. Like, we have when you put too much too many choices on your plate on a day, the at the end of the day, your cup is empty, you know. So, like, that's why I have these rules is to keep my cup as full as possible throughout the day so that decisions are easy and I don't have to think as much about them and spend as much energy on that because thinking actually takes up a lot of energy. Like, we, what is it? It's between 20 and 25% of your energy is taken by your brain, like, just throughout the day. Even if you're just sitting there doing nothing, you use 25% of your energy just having a brain. That's a lot. It is, yeah. Like, even runners, athletes, all that stuff, you know, that's... It's just the across the board 20%. You know, all the food you eat, 20% of it goes to your brain. And that's why I've been trying to eat better, you know, have better brain food, you know. Avocados, fantastic, you know, good. Like we were talking about carbohydrates, you know, they're good did carbohydrates. You, did you look up the yeah. difference between simplex and complex? Yep, uh, simple are your, like, sugars and your refined stuff. Your complex are, like, your fruits, vegetables. Uh, complex are, what did they say, your starches and your fibers. So was I right? Did I say like, a little? little so I said simple is like a Snickers bar. Complex is like a head of broccoli, basically. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and it's also whole and refined. Refined is like your simple, uh, your sugary processed stuff, and whole is the like your whole fruits, the uh, yep. nuts, uh, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so you want you want to go to a more whole or complex diet where it takes longer to break down. It's better energy. Uh, Gives you more energy. Yep. Yep. It fuels you a lot. It's it's a longer endurance fuel that's broken down throughout time, uh, instead of like you refine your sugars and stuff that where it's like a spike and then look at it like the way I am interpreting it. Look at it like a match and a candle. Yeah, your match is your simple. Yep, you light it. it it's got super hot fire. It'll burn you. Oh yeah, but yeah. only for what five ten seconds maybe, mm-hmm. and then you got this candle. You light it. That thing will burn for 12 hours. Oh, yeah, exactly. It'll yeah, burn yeah. you every single time you go to touch yep. it for you the can, next 12 hours. Yeah, you can cook a Campbell's can of soup on it, you know? Could, was, that a, was that an example? Have you cooked a Campbell's can of soup on it? Me personally, no. I'm but try it now. But, I mean, if you if you need to, you know, survival. Sur- survival when, of the when soupiest. You, when, you're, <laughs> when you're out in the woods at the Boundary Waters, you're like, all right, if I needed to survive, I have this candle and a can of soup, <laughs> even though don't bring a can of soup up to the bunch of waters because it's heavy. It's a lot of weight. Yeah, bring dry, dry I do want to elaborate on uh, the too much freedom. Like I have it, a, like I, I think it's a good example, a personal example of mm. too much freedom is when I try to set up these podcasts. Yeah. And I try to reach out to somebody or I'm talking to somebody and I'm like, oh, let's do a podcast. If I tell them, hey, let's do a podcast in the next two weeks. Tell me what's wor- what works for you. And they'll be like, okay, I'll hit you up when I'm free. And uh, then they'll hit me up on the last day, say, oh, sorry, I'll, I'll be free tomorrow. And it's like, oh, I can't do it tomorrow. I got to work or something. Right. But if I tell them, hey, let's meet, let's meet 
Monday morning, 7 a.m., bust out a podcast or two. Yep. Okay, yeah, I can do that. I'll make mm-hmm. that. I'll fit that in my schedule. If you give, if you present something that's solid, that has a good foundation or whatever, I'm not trying to sound too... Well, it's a target. Analytical. Yeah, if you... If you Instead of handing somebody, you know, a bag of something and saying, I want you to pick your favorite thing out of this versus you hand somebody one thing saying, eat this. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier. Yeah. It just yeah. makes it easier. Yeah. Well, and and that's you, where too much freedom can. Yeah. You, you save them the decision fatigue. There you go. You, the. Save them. De- the, 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 the. It saves <laughs> them decision fatigue and it just, it takes the choice out of everything and they don't have to think about anything. Mm-hmm. They can just go, yes, write it on their calendar, and then that's what they got to worry about for the next two weeks is, oh, I got a podcast with Jake on yep. Monday at 7 a.m. Yeah, and two, along that line, is we are uh, a f- the, the way that we are designed is we are a focused, very focused forward species. Like we, and the, I wrote this down, I can't remember. I, I, this is in my quote, so I wasn't looking at mine. It's uh, we, uh, we hit what we aim at, and we aim at what we're focused on. So we hit what we focus on. So uh, I, I like to use the, bull, the dartboard as an example. You know, if you're aiming for the bullseye, you keep trying, you keep trying. Eventually, you're going to hit the bullseye yep. because that's what you're aiming at and that's what you're focused on. So, like, that's essentially what you, you do when you say, hey, here is a date and a time, you know. And that's why, like, when I do set goals, I say, hey, this is a date and a time, you know, like, and I might, I don't hit every goal, but, you know, at least I'm striving toward it. You know, like, like with my 75 challenge, you know, 75 awesome or whatever. Yep. You know, in the next 70, or 60, 60 some days now, 60, it's been a week and some, either way, like 65 days left, something like that. Uh, I'm going to gain five pounds. I'm going to start my first campaign uh, for marketing and I'm going to have my entire trip to Zurich paid for. Like those are my three goals that I'm focusing on for the next 75 days. And everything I do throughout the day, uh, if I can't do something that's accomplishing one of those three goals, I have sub goals like read, um, uh, you know, uh, finish my mountainscapes, you know, which I'm still working on, <laughs> hey, but I'm making progress. All right. That's uh, all that matters. Yep. Like and Lindsay just told me a quote from, she's got a habit journal now. Uh, and she just said, she's like, Hey, I got a good quote for you, and you're, you should be able to guess who it's by. And it was, uh, doesn't matter how slow or fast your progress is. If you're sprinting or crawling, you're still three times better than the person that isn't trying. Albert Einstein. Tony Robbins. I don't know who that is. Oh, he's like number one on my council. Nope. Okay. We still got to do a whole episode about that. About the yeah, council. we will. Dude, we'll have a, pretty much a whole episode on each one of my rules, too. Hell yeah! I gotta finish. I gotta finish the book, and then I gotta establish my council. Yes. Yeah. Well, too. Like, and he even said in the book, uh, yeah, a quick foreshadowing. Napoleon Hill, uh, in his one of his last chapters in uh, Think and Grow Rich, he talks about his council that he like falls asleep to every night, and he every, he's got these guys, and it's like Benjamin Franklin and uh, I don't know if Albert Einstein, but uh, you know Jim Carnegie or Jim Carnegie, no Andrew Carnegie, Andrew Carnegie, yeah, and. Uh, uh, just all the people that he studied, uh, the 500 of the most famous, richest, successful people in the world. Um, he, and then he wrote the book, Think and Grow Rich. But he has a council of people that he goes through all of the topics in his life and the goals that he's got. And he, they all have their piece and their say on it. And uh, so I created my own council. 
and they help me. They are another thing that helps me help me make all of my decisions. You know, to get rid of it, this whole thing. I, I now I'm now that I'm talking about it and thinking it through. Uh, me making my rules and me creating my council and having all this stuff, uh, creating my character that I want to be. Like I actually wrote it down. I wrote down who I want to become. And I wrote, you had the choice of freedom to do that. Yeah, but like I wrote down who I want to be by the time I'm 40, and you know I I did it. I did it all. I'm like who I'm going to be in the next five years. You know what I'm going to do. What's my daily schedule like? And then I crossed out 40, and I wrote 35, because that's how old I am now. And I'm like, oh, well, this is just what I need to do tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Done. So, and like it, literally, like that's why I was like, all right, should is it a good idea? And I asked the council, I'm like, should I join the 75 Awesome Challenge? And they're like, you're ready. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't feel ready. And they're like, yeah, you are. You know, and the shitty thing is, my wife thinks I'm probably insane for this too. Because, uh, like, she'll she'll ask me a question about if we should do something or what, what I'm going to do about let something. Let me ask my council. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> let, me, I, let me check with the council. I, but check out the background of my phone too. You've probably seen this. All right, yeah, I made this. What does it say? Check with the council. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah, so on my phone, I, I and this is the body that I want. Who is it? It's fucking Gerald. Is that how you say Gerald? Gerald. Gerald from yeah. The Witcher. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, when that dude fucking takes his shirt off, I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, dude. <sighs> oh, he's so sexy. I know. Like, All right, we're getting way <laughs> off topic now. We're supposed to be talking about we freedom. We have the freedom to get we off had, topic. It's a good one. See? Fucking eight. I got us covered. You got me. <laughs> okay, but... Oh, so that kind of goes to like, uh, is too much freedom a good thing or a bad thing? Because yeah, it can be bad. It can because be good. You can get off topic so easily. It can be bad because you can get off topic so easily. You end up misplacing things. You end up losing time. You end up uh, disconnecting with people. Yes. Where if it's a good thing, where if you just mm-hmm. you yeah eat this, eat, yep. that's all you have. This is your only option. And you're you going to eat it. Yeah. Or you say today, and this is the uh, James Clear in his uh, book. Atomic Habits. He has what he calls implementation intentions. Where, like, say you need to contact somebody. Write it down. Say, hey, uh, I'm going to do where and when. Uh, I'm going to do call my buddy Jake at 6 o'clock when I get home. You know? Boom. And then you write it down. And then you were like, boom. All right. I, you, it's now in your head. So, like, next time. And you always put what you're doing when you're doing it and where you're doing it um, because you need three things to help solidify the fact that it gets done because um, you, you want to always add more neural transmitters to anything that you're trying to do or remember. Uh, the more you can, more neural transmitters you can attach to something, the better chances you will remember it, you know, um, and that just goes in for memory in general or learning something new. But so an implementation intention helps you create a goal or uh, something to focus on. You know, so like that's when you'd say, "Hey, I need somebody new for my podcast. I'm going to call this person when I get to this place at this time." You know, and then you can even go farther and say, "I'm going to ask them about my podcast." You know, but that's that's just your quick goals, quick intentions. You no longer have to think about it. You no longer have to make a decision on it, or and you no longer know if you're going to do it or not. You know, because that's another thing is uh, that anxiety part of too much freedom. Because anxiety is a huge thing. You know, and too much freedom is almost the prime cause of anxiety. Um, that's all hearsay, so don't, 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 there's no scientific. Yeah. That's, that's me. And Zach's my, not a me and my, psychologist. Yeah, that's me and my personal research is, yeah, if we didn't have any freedoms, we wouldn't be anxious, you know? Like, like prisoners, they're not anxious. 
They know, you know what their day's like. They they know they're going to get up at 7. They know they're going to eat breakfast. They know they're going to go to the gym. They know that they're going to go watch Martha Stewart in the break room. And then yep. they, they, don't they, have to, they don't have to choose what they're going to eat. They don't have to think. It's just it's there for them. Yeah. And that's why people get accustomed to the prison life and to the jail life. Like Some people would rather prefer being in prison and jail because they have so much anxiety with having to make their own choices. For that exact reason. Yeah. Yep. And that's, it's it's upsetting. That's where your mind comes in and it's says, "Because life is a beautiful thing." It is, yeah. But that, like I said, that's where your mind starts to play tricks on you, and it tells you, "Hey, prison is great for me because I don't have to make all those decisions because decisions are scary and they're terrifying and and they make me feel uncomfortable." You know, and the your mind does everything it can to keep you in the comfort zone, to keep you comfortable, you know, to make you safe, you know. And unfortunately, like it's. A, it's a shitty mechanism that our brain does, but it doesn't, and there's nothing we can do about it. Well, okay, that's a lie. You can do something yeah. about it. <laughs> this is an have, episode. This is an you, episode of freedom. We have, have the, the freedom to do anything. You, you have the freedom of choice, so you yeah. can you can you can choose to break out of your hypnotic rhythm. You know, um, but I, I got a quick story. Quick story, or should we get in the acorn theory? That's the story. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, if you get whoever's familiar with Bob Proctor, he's a big. Uh, law of attraction and law of uh, vibration guy. Um, and in his book, You Were Born Rich, he has a story about the acorn theory. And so, this is a good example of decisions. So, when you plant an acorn in the ground, what do you expect? Some bitch-ass squirrel to come dig it up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you expect a tree to grow. You yeah. a tree to grow. Okay, so... The instant that you plant that acorn in the ground, what starts happening? Life. Yes. Uh, these This energy from the earth starts moving toward this acorn because the instant that that acorn is planted in the ground, it has decided to become a tree. And it has, in this instant instance, no other choice but to become a tree. And but also, what kind of tree? An oak tree is that what? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It does become an oak tree. Good job. But so, in the world of trees, how many trees are there? A lot. Yeah, and that's just one aspect of we that we deal with as human beings. You know, do you want to be a tree? Do you want to be an animal? Do you want to be a a rock? Do you want to be a a different kind of plant? Just, just plants in general. Take trees away, and trees is just covered in the, under the umbrella of plants. Okay? So, yeah, yeah. The, this, we're getting a little bit into the lie ops. It's too soon. But so, uh, so, what happens is the energy starts going toward the acorn because it decides to be specifically an oak tree. This acorn has no other choices but to become an oak tree. And that's what we all expect when we plant the acorn in the ground, is it is going to become the tree that we expect it to be. Yep. And it is going to continue to grow, and it knows, you know, it, it it doesn't necessarily, okay, yes, it doesn't have a choice, but it also knows exactly what it's going to become, you know. And that's the essential premise behind goals, is you know exactly what you are becoming or what you're going to do, and everything that you do works you toward that goal, you know. And that is how you rid yourself of decision fatigue. It's one way, you know, or go to prison. I don't recommend that. 
I don't either. <laughs> I mean, I've never been, so I can't say. You might like it, but... <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I spent a weekend in jail for an underage drinking in North Dakota. Let me tell you, that sucked. But And my, my roommate's name was Iron Boulder. What? Yeah, he was a, a Native American guy. He was really cool, but uh, I was like... It was like Iron Boulder written on all the stuff in the cell. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm like, what's Iron Boulder? He's like... I am. That's my name. Yeah, I'm like, you're Iron Boulder? He's like, yeah. I'm like, that's a cool name. He's like, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the dude was was way cool. Uh, I didn't ask him why he was in. Yeah. I (laughs) I was like, but apparently he'd been there for a while. I was just in for the weekend. He had enough time to write his fucking name on everything. Right. I know. I'm like, well, I'm not going to get anything because I'm in here for a a night and a half. Went in Saturday night and after a wedding. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's a whole story all by itself. God damn, yeah. we'll have to do a Go With The Flow podcast. We will, actually, that. yeah, because that, that one's... I'm not going to get into anything about that. Except yep. for that. Okay, but, yeah, uh, so the best ways to get rid of your decision fatigue uh, or get rid of the freedom of choice to drive you insane and stop you know, your anxiety and all that shit is create goals that help you make daily decisions to get to those goals, you know? Like, I know that I want to gain five pounds so that I can look like Henry Cavill as the Witcher because the dude's fucking massive and just jacked. Also, my other body style is Achilles, uh, Brad Pitt in the movie Troy. He's fucking jacked. Never seen it. Oh, my God. It's the biggest I think he's ever been, and he's fucking just huge. And it's Brad Pitt. So, I mean, like, <laughs> sploosh, you know? Yeah. Like, but, so those are my two body styles because, uh, you know, have goals, you know? So that actually, I looked up, uh, how do I attain? I have yet to do Henry Cavill's uh, workout for what he did to become the Witcher and Superman, you know. But it's on the list, and then that's going to help me decide what lifts I need to do. But right now, I'm doing the big six because I want to just gain mass. So I'm doing. Uh, I'll do this quickly, you know. But that helped. So once I decided I'm, I want to gain five pounds, I decided I want to gain mass first, and then I'll do sculpting. So how do I gain mass? I need to figure out the best lifts that are going to add the most size. That's the big six. Uh, you know, your bench. Your, your horizontal push, your horizontal pull, that's your bench and your upright rows. Uh, lateral lift, which is your shoulder press, and your lateral pull, which is your lat, lat pull, and then your lower, so your squats and your deadlifts. So those are my big six. That's 80% of my workouts are those six things, and then the other 20% is cardio and uh, isolation. You know, So I have, like... One of the nights at work, I created my six-day workout schedule and then seventh day of rest. And then I got a mass gainer that's a whey protein that's fucking chock full of yeah. everything. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's 19, 1,800 calories if I do a full one with 32 ounces of milk. But it's two and a half cups, and these cups are fucking huge. I, it's the biggest one. It's not the biggest jug of protein I've gotten, but it's big, and it's eight servings. I'm like, holy fuck, there's only eight servings in here? That's like eight days. Like, Yeah, I know. And But then I also got my casein so that I can drink that right before bed so that I can pack it on while I sleep. Yep. Um, so I'm like, all right. So, you know, it, so just those two goals, uh, gain five pounds and have a body style that I want to look like, has helped me make the decision of what workouts I'm going to do, what proteins I'm going to do, what I'm researching for nutrition, uh, and like... It, it's broken my decisions down to such a finite scope that it's easy for me to make decisions on that particular goal, you know? And like going to Zurich, like I have a destination. I know exactly when I'm going. 
I know what I'm doing. I'm going to a concert, and I have my bed and breakfast already picked out. So all my other decisions for Zurich are, hey, where am I going to eat? Uh, what is there for entertainment? Uh, what flight am I going to take? And then you know that's that's just a narrow spectrum of decisions so that I can make. So you're reducing decision fatigue with so you're taking away freedoms of you're basically taking away the freedom of decision by else by already making a more broad decision on it. Yes, but it's because I know exactly what I want, you know. And there's a line from Fight Club uh, by Chuck Palahniuk. The book, it's a phenomenal book and hey, also a fantastic movie. We don't we don't talk about Fight Club. Oh shit, shit. yeah. <laughs> Rule number two is also, you don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> I've never seen it. It's a great movie. Never and it's also it. got Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yeah, yep, I knew that. Yep. I knew that. And right, right now, my body style is Brad Pitt in Fight Club. And I want to be Brad Pitt in a kill, in Troy. Like, that's one thing me and Caleb always... Uh, oh, oh, and that's another thing. is Me and Caleb always compared ourselves to body styles. Is Caleb was Brad Pitt in Troy, and I was Brad Pitt in Fight Club. But my biceps are actually named after... My right bicep is Tyler Durden, and my left bicep is Achilles. Who's Tyler Durden? Uh, he's Brad Pitt's character in Fight Club. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I've never seen it. So yeah, because that. my left bicep is bigger and my right bicep is smaller. And I'm like, well, I'm going to name my biceps after Brad Pitt because Fuck decisions. It. Because I can. Because <laughs> I, I have the, have the freedom. <laughs> I have the freedom to do that. <laughs> All right. America. So we, we actually just pushed the half hour mark. Okay. So we should give them a little... I I don't want to call it a homework assignment. No, I it, well, it just... Uh, uh, something to think about. That's what I like. We're giving you a decision to make. Yeah, we're giving you the freedom to make a decision. Yes. <laughs> so what, what what should we give them this week? I think it should be think about a time where you had a goal that actually helped you uh, put your decisions into a scope or a funnel of some kind where it was easier to make the decisions to get to the goal that you wanted. Like, And it could be small. Say, hey, I wanted a... Uh, I wanted a painting, you know, okay. looking at the stuff around the room. And then, <laughs> you know, all of a sudden, you you know, to put on my wall. All of a sudden, you just cut out an infinite amount of decisions. You know, you're not going to put up a mountainscape. You're not going to put up a picture. You're not going to put up uh, a piece of art or anything other than a painting, you know. So all of a sudden right there, you just narrow your scope of decisions by a huge amount, you know, because you knew you wanted a painting. So give us an example um, or just think for yourself about a time that you did that and if you accomplished what you got or if you got sidetracked, you know, by distraction or something like that because that's another big thing is, you know, sometimes you have a goal and you change directions, you know, um, and that's okay too as long as you got the desired goal, which was put something on the wall, you know, whether it was a painting or whatever. But like I said, this is just a shitty off-my-head example. So, uh Think of a time where you had a goal that all your decisions helped you create the goal that you wanted. Is that, is that too nope. long? Or, okay. Think of a time that you just basically narrowed down your goal to help you. Narrowed down your decisions. Decisions to help yeah. to go towards your goal. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. Cause, and I mean, I think we hammered out kind of. Yeah. Because yeah, cause we got into how do we deal with too much freedom? That was narrow your decisions. Narrow down, down your decisions. Yeah. Alrighty, so yeah, there's your there's your assignment, uh, the questionnaire, or whatever the way to get to that question, so we can see what your answers are. We'll be in the uh, I was gonna say video. This isn't a video. <laughs> we'll be in the episode description down below. If you're listening on Spotify, I don't know about other platforms. 
Thank you for listening again. We, yeah, thank you very much. We want to keep doing this maniac mindset. It's a, it's a ton of fun so far. Mm-hmm. I like and, it. And by the way, if uh, if nobody listens to this, we're still gonna keep doing it. Because, oh fuck yeah! yeah. I don't because we wouldn't go fuck. <laughs> we have the we have the freedom to do that. Yep. But that's right. uh, thanks for listening to the maniac mindset. It's a sub series of Go with the Flow podcast. Um. Yeah, I'm not going to plug our Instagram or anything like that. No. Nah. They, they, we already have episodes out. Yeah, so. pretty much. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and we hope to talk at you later. Yep, take it easy.